I want to show you all the video, the interview, I should say, of Tucker Carlson interviewing Nigel Farage last night. And they were talking about the refugee problem that is coming our way. So what do you think is going to happen when hundreds of thousands of these anti-Western refugees start flooding into America, compounded with the illegal immigrants that have already infiltrated our country? I'm going to show you that interview, and then I'm going to show you a gentleman who's been on the front lines of the border, and all he simply does is ask all these illegal immigrants, where are you from? Where are you going? And so the corporate media, they're showing New York and California and other places, but you have to understand this is happening and coming to your backyard because I've watched a lot of the footage in the, in the video that I posted a month ago exposing this actually got me taken down of my YouTube channel of 240,000 subscribers, Grassroots Army. They said it was hurtful that I was exposing the border invasion. And in that video, and I'm going to tell you again today, because I think it's very important that you understand this, the cities and states that I heard these folks saying that they are going to is Massachusetts, Columbus, Ohio, New York, California, Connecticut, Texas, Georgia, New Jersey, North Carolina, Michigan, D.C., Las Vegas, Charlotte, North Carolina, Kentucky, Pennsylvania, Atlanta, Minnesota, Maryland, they are strategically being placed all throughout the country. Now, why is that? You're already starting to see all the protests, the pro-Palestine protests that are going around, and they're threatening the Jewish folks. Now, where do we live at right now? I can't believe that we're seeing all of this garbage happen right now. Are we living in Nazi Germany? So I'm going to show you Tucker's interview, and then we're going to end with this gentleman who's been on the front lines in Texas, talking to these illegal immigrants, finding out where they're from and where they're going. So let's start off with Tucker Carlson right now. All the effects of the current conflict in the Middle East, one we can be certain of at this point, is that there are going to be a lot of refugees, hundreds of thousands, possibly millions. Where should they go? That's a real question. So if you were to suggest, well, why doesn't Israel take them in? It's their war. The response you would get would be immediate and it would be aggressive and it would be, of course not, that's insane. These people are dangerous. If they were moved to Israel, it would be destabilizing for that country. And that's probably true. In fact, it's certainly true. But what's interesting is the very same people who would tell you that are now pushing for those refugees to be sent to the West, to English speaking countries, Scotland, the UK, and yes, the United States. Calls for this are coming from the left, predictably, but also from the so-called right. We should take these refugees. What's going on here? And is anyone pushing back against it? Well, Nigel Farage is the head of the UK Independence Party, joins us now with an update on where this conversation is going. Nigel, thank you so much for coming on. So it's a little strange that the very people who acknowledge that this would be a massive threat to Israel, and they're absolutely right, by the way, I'm not calling for Israel to take these refugees, but those same people are saying the UK and the US and Scotland should take them. What, what's the thinking here? I mean, we have a great history in the UK of taking refugees. You can go back 300 years to the Protestants in France who were being burnt at the stake. And we took in a large number of French Protestants, Huguenots, as they were known. And they did very, very well in commerce, finance, the military in our country. Uh, the same applies to Jewish people. We took Jews in from Russia after the pogroms at the start of the 20th century. We took Jewish people in from Germany and Austria in the 1930s. Um, and indeed, if you go to the 1970s, we took quite a large number of people from Uganda, where Idi Amin threatened to annihilate the Asian population there. And again, they were a group that came to the country, assimilated, did incredibly well. 
So, you know, we feel as a country with our Christian roots uh, and our desire to help those in genuine need, uh, that we should try and help people. Uh, But remember that the duty of any government, its primary duty, is the integrity of its own country and its citizens. Now, over the course of the last six, seven years, we've taken over half a million legal refugees. They've come to us from Hong Kong, our former colony, uh, being oppressed by the Chinese Communist Party. They've come to us from Afghanistan. They've come to us from Syria. They've come to us, of course, from Ukraine. The big problem here is that Hamas, the terrorist group Hamas, although the BBC will never call them terrorists, but the Ham- you know, Hamas who launched those appalling barbaric attacks on everything down to babies on October the 7th, they enjoy considerable support in Gaza. Indeed, the last elections that were fought in Gaza a few years ago, Hamas came top of the poll. So if you take any significant number from Gaza into our country, you will have a significant percentage of Hamas sympathizers and supporters among them. And you have to ask, given the protests we've seen on the streets of London just this weekend and the weekend before, whether maybe we've got enough of a problem in this country already. And I, you know, we've had successive waves of Islamic extremist terrorism on our streets. Uh, There's a case going on right at the moment. Uh, from somebody who was killed just a couple of weeks ago. The authorities do their best to suppress all of these stories. So my argument, and I'm pretty much alone in this, is that if we take people from Gaza, uh, they will actually pose, some of them, enough of them, will pose a threat to our national security. And if anyone should take them, Tucker, shouldn't it be the Egyptians? Shouldn't it be the Saudis? Shouldn't it be their co-religionists? in that part of the world. And how interesting that Saudi Arabia didn't take a single person from Syria because they were worried of the impact it would have on Saudi society. Right. Um, And the same goes for for Egypt right now. So if they won't take them, why on earth should we threaten national security? I want to go back to something you said at the beginning, that the English feel good about themselves because as a Christian country, and it is still, I think, officially a Christian country, Mm -hmm. though it's obviously not, but it is technically a Christian country. They feel good because they're expressing Christian charity in receiving all these refugees. But has that policy made England better? Is it a more cohesive, happier country than it was 40 years ago? It doesn't, doesn't seem to be at all. No. I mean, you know, we have now got, uh, we have now got, and our, our London Metropolitan Police don't know what to do. We had people on the streets of London this Saturday shouting jihad. People on the streets of London carrying ISIS banners, chanting going on on the streets of London from Palestine to the sea, sorry, from from, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free, meaning Israel should be literally obliterated. So we now have the politics of other countries on our streets because of who we've let in This group of people have not assimilated. They have not integrated. uh, And therefore, why compound the problem? Historically, it's been a success. But in modern times, it is now dividing our society. It is threatening our way of life. 
It is threatening our free speech. It's happening here. I mean, look at Germany. Look at Germany. Can you believe that in Germany, of all countries in the last week, Jewish people in Berlin have had stars of David graffitied on their front doors? So you can see all over the West, this is a massive problem, and it's not one from which America is immune. So that's pretty important. Now, look, you know, if you compound that, and I got the data right here, we have 2.76 million in 2022 undocumented immigrant crossings and 2.8 million as of right now in 2023 undocumented immigrant immigrant crossings. Now, all these folks bad, of course not. But if you just take 1% of those two numbers, that's almost 60,000 military-aged bad people in our country, strategically pushed or put all throughout our country. See, this Marxist revolution, this progressive left, they're now no longer Democrats. They are willing to destabilize our country to make sure that President Trump doesn't win. That's what they're willing to do. And that's what you have to ask yourself, especially when you're in the middle, when you're not affiliated with any party, you're just trying to be an American, to live your life, to put food on the table, have a roof over your head to make sure that your children and your grandchildren can live the American dream. You have to ask yourself some questions, not look at mean tweets, not look at personality. Who is going to be the best person to be able to get our house in order? My, I strongly encourage to shut down everything. Don't let anyone in until we get our house in order, until we go and find the over five to eight million illegal immigrants that are currently in our country that are up to no good. We have to find them, locate them, and deport them. Get our house in order, then we can start helping with other countries. But we can't continue to take in all these people because it's going to destabilize our country, our way of life, and put your family at risk. So just to hit the nail on the head, watch what this guy does. Where are you coming from? Where are you from? Where are you from? Africa? Where? From where? Haiti, uh, Modutwani, Senegal, where? Senegal. Senegal? Thank you. Where are you going? Where are you going? New York, California, where? Chicago? Colorado. Colorado, thank you. You, sir? Where are you from? Senegal. Where are you going, sir? New York, thank you. You, sir? Senegal. Where are you going? Philadelphia. Philadelphia, thank you. You? Senegal. Where are you going? Thank you, sir. You? Where are you going? Where are you from? Senegal. Where are you going? Missouri. Where? Missouri. Missouri. Thank you. You, sir? I'm from Senegal. And where are you going, sir? Uh, Philadelphia. Thank you. So the guy has literally hundreds of hours of footage of him doing just that, just going down the line and talking to these folks, saying, where are you from? Where are you going? Strategically put through all our, our country. And you can already see the destabilization that is happening. And I predicted this. I predicted this. The pandemic, the pandemic works so well, taking away your constitutional freedom, sacred values, and citizens' rights, corrupting our laws, 
that they're willing to do anything that they can to create destabilization. Why? Because we are in an election year now. We are in an election year. And they want chaos, just like they did during the pandemic, to make sure that they win. That's what it comes down to. So you have to be alert. You have to be alive or stay alert, stay alive. So we can fight against this because this little idea of America is in jeopardy. And God put us all in this moment to deal with this. This is our Normandy, folks. This is our 9-11. And we have to stand up and push back against all this garbage and bypass the corporate media and their narrative. That's why I love highlighting Tucker, because the corporate media does not show the true story of what's truly going on, not only in our country, but throughout the world. And that's why you follow me. And that's why you follow other people, because you know that you are getting the truth, not some corporate media, not some progressive left narrative. So we will continue to push but you have to stand up. You have to prepare. You have to prepare. Okay. So please stay alert, stay alive, keep your head on a swivel, question everything, question me, do your research. And that's how you'll get the truth. God bless you. God bless the state of Michigan, of course, and always God bless these United States until next time.